Welcome in and thank you for joining us on the Pay the Price podcast. This season is called the Dawn of the Deliculum and you are tuning in to episode four. So before we get into the game, I just wanted to have a little little discussion on what we are doing and planning to do as a company. So our current plan is to produce and release seasons of games that are tied to specific game worlds and or settings. So in this case, we're utilizing Starforge to showcase the system and familiarize you with our method of play. And then, once we feel that we've brought a story or season to an adequate conclusion, we'll switch gears and launch into another season using a different game setting. Our goal is to convert other games into this method of play so that it is easy to get into and play a game consistently and then not have to worry about any of the homework in between. So we want to equip and enable you so that you can enjoy tabletop RPGs no matter how much adulting you might have going on. Our next season is very likely to be a cyberpunk red game. And if you've played the old RPGs, played the current, the recent video game, or even watched the Netflix show Cyberpunk Edge Runners, you know that it is a tough world to live in, but it is never lacking for action and excitement. So to make that happen, we're going to update our online tool, which we are calling the Samurai Beat Sheet, so that it is tailor-made for the cyberpunk world without losing what makes that setting and game special and unique. So we hope you'll join us for that season, but what we really hope is that you find some friends and play alongside us in your own game, and we'd love to hear all about what you have going on. You can learn more about that and everything else that we've got going on and show your support at patreon.com slash samurai beat. We will have patron exclusive content and we'll be publishing other shows like the midnight connection, which is Eddie and my conversational podcast that really ranges from just about anything from nerding out to parenthood. And on top of that, we'll also be providing online tools to help you guys facilitate your own games. So with all that being said, let's get into the game. My name is Chris Patu, and today I have with me the primary players on the Pay the Price podcast, starting with Mr. Eddie, the Red Tree, Fuentes. Hello. The Guru, Roman Picardo. Hey, what's up? An ace pilot on the show and in real life, Ivan Palaroan. Howdy, partner. Howdy. All right. So as usual, we'll do a quick recap. Uh, fellas, I, it's been a crazy week or two weeks, so <laughs> yes. I might need some assistance on this, but... Um, so after escaping Tenzin Station, we went ahead and made a move and landed, found ourselves going to a, what was it, a planet or a, a station? Uh, an outpost. outpost. An outpost station, okay. Yeah. Landed on an outpost station where we were going to go and gather some information, kind of resupply ourselves, again, if we needed that, and figure out where exactly we were going based on the coordinates that Duke had. So the, the crew ended up hitting up the bar because that's where you go to get information. And there we found some pretty, some pretty scary info about where we were headed. Um, at, at first we got some information from a fellow bounty hunter by the name of Jayla. And she had informed us that it's a place where just nobody goes because most people don't ever come back from there. And then later we found from a drunk patron that he actually turned out to be uh, his name is Ruck. He turned out to be the only sole survivor from the calamitous event that happened in that region of space. So we got a lot, a lot of information from him about what's going on there, specifically told us not to go there and not to go to the lake that was envisioned by, uh, forgetting the name now, um, Luz, by Luz. Or Luz. Me yes, and, and Zyotis is the, the planet that we're going to. 
but he told us directly we should not go. Uh, of course, being the adventurers we are, we're going to go anyway. But the whole the whole time, there was this very secretive group of red-cloaked individuals sitting in the corner of the bar that we had noticed but not really paid much attention to. As the evening drew on, uh, Goshi decided to to leave the premises to try and go get connected to a wider network of information to see what he could fi- what he could find. Duke had decided to call it an evening because he had, had already had a pretty long day and was just worn out from everything that had happened. And Luz and Sparrow decided to stay at the bar. But no one noticed that after Duke exited, the red cloaked figures also exited. And we finished last session with Duke getting kidnapped, kidnapped with none of his crewmates the wiser. Now, I was thinking about this, guys. I think this is actually a pretty interesting opportunity because we have now split the party, which is always the best <sighs> idea. Don't split the party! <laughs> but I think it's cool because uh, now we kind of have, like, you guys, I, I could actually kind of run the game when you guys are doing stuff and vice versa. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, so you could have, like, three guys against me <laughs> doing the kidnapping and I'm and I can kind of run your session. So an interesting dynamic we have we could have here, unless I reunite the party immediately. Immediately, <laughs> Lou steps in and stops the club happen. figures. Which can happen. Which can happen. You know? Which could happen. But and by the way, Eddie, you are setting the scene. So do you want to go that ahead and kick correct. us off? Absolutely. All yes. right. So we open up in a dark, damp room metal on all sides but rusted with like algae growing on the surface it's a place that's extremely derelict run down you hear nothing but the drop of water coming down the pipes and you really can't see all that well because there's very little light and when you pan out you see that There's a big slab of a table, and on that table is our dear captain, Duke. Strapped to the table, unconscious. As Duke wakes up, he hears a slight hum under a doorway, of which he sees blue light emanating from. Now, it's very weird because the blue light is similar to the neon lights of Zimmerin Station, but instead of yellow, they're blue. As the doors open, you see one of the hooded individuals, red hooded individuals from the bar. As Duke looks into the face of this individual, Duke sees absolutely nothing. It's like a black hole. You see the cape and the red crimson but there's no face. And this figure is carrying a briefcase that is glowing. As the briefcase opens up without saying a single word, and while Duke starts yelling, who are you? What do you want? What is this? The hooded figure removes small larva, maybe a leech, and places it on Duke's forearm. As these larvae sit on Duke's arm, they begin sucking out 
and suddenly their bioluminescence starts turning blue. As Duke looks down, he realizes that there was already larva on his leg, and this hooded figure is now taking these once dark but now light blue larva out and putting it back into the case. And now the case is glowing blue. Duke tries to reason and try to communicate, but the hooded figure says absolutely nothing. And in the same, you know, sonic landscape of dripping water against metal, the hooded figure leaves and leaves Duke all alone in the darkness with larva sucking at his forearms. And then we open up on Goshi, Luce, and Sparrow inside of Zimmerin Station. So if you remember, the outside of Zimmerin Station is like very lit up, like yellow LEDs, but all that power is being taken from inside. So the inside of the station is actually very dark and like sewer, cavernous, you know, dark alleyways. And it's in these dark alleyways that we see our three uh, members of our party looking for Duke in the darkness. And we'll start there. It's messed up, man. Why you gotta, why you gotta do you're that gonna to, to <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to start. Uh, okay. up a new character. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Who's going so, first? yeah, guys, um, I thought I saw... Uh, an information kiosk I might be able to access. Uh, although I thought it was this way. I mean, we went straight to the to the bar, the the Nick's bar. So, well, Koshi, you went out and looked for information, right, about getting us to the coordinates of the Delta Star. Did you find Did you find any maps that might help us navigate these sewers inside of Zimmerin Station? I could see if I find. Uh, let me see. Uh, I guess it's gather information. Will my tech skills help out in this situation? When you make a move to configure, optimize, hack, or disrupt the. Oh, nope. Configure. Nope. Not really. All right. You probably would have already found it if you had it because you went off to research and this is after that. Right. All right. Then let me just make the roll to see if I found any information then. Alrighty. Okay, so for now, let's just assume I won't, don't have any other stats. It would be wits, and oh, oh no, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I wasn't finding. Ooh. Ooh, your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines the quest and pay the price. We should have like a like a sound that goes off. <laughs> Just like a da, 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 da. <laughs> pay the price pay the price <laughs> air horns pay the price it's um, the namesake yeah all right i got it i, I know what the pay the price is yeah so while looking for some of this information um yeah um these computers are really either out of date really really out of date or haven't been maintained and I got shocked. That really hurt. Um, goes to show you that maybe this, what they did to me, it's not always going to be a good idea. And 
You take yeah, your heart, I, enduring harm from that. Yeah, I'm going to take a heart, our health. I'm going to go down one health because that was a that was a real good shock, and it really hurt me. And what did you unearth? Um, let's see. Uh, unearth a dire. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the only thing I was able to get. Too many um, people refer to creatures or creature. I can't. I, it was all jumbled and um, the information was uh, not all all there or degraded. Um, but yeah, um, creature or creatures in the area uh, of the planet. So I can't. I, I wasn't able to know uh, get if it was on the planet or en route to the planet. All I know is it was like, yeah, we might have to um, listen to um, Ruck's um, misgivings about us to going to the place in the, in the first place. So, but anyway, that's all I was able to find. And um, I've got a headache now, so. All right, well, Sparrow, you're our navigator. What say you? I know we're not in the air, but. Maybe your instincts uh, work down here too. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't really have the slightest clue where to start searching. Um, I have no, I have not the slightest clue where to start this search. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, this is probably an instance where. Um, well, maybe uh, we can. An oracle can, could work. Well, we can probably investigate the area around us. See if we can find any clues of like bodies being dragged, or you know, something that might lead us to the the people with the crimson hoods. Does somebody want to do a a gather information? Maybe we can all do a gather information you know, on the area around us. Yeah, everyone take a turn. Well, Goshi, I mean, unless you want to count the one you just did as it. Uh, oh, I wonder. Could I get access to the station's cameras? Mm, I doubt that. Probably not. No. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe not at this terminal. Um, but uh, sure, I, I guess I'll help you out. I'll see what I can do. Um, look around for clues. Uh, or should we go ask people? I mean, we're in the sewers. We're, there's no oh, one around the us. Sewers. There's okay. no energy. We're in the darkness. There's no terminal. Okay. So first off, I'll go ahead and turn on my flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. So I guess we're trying to see uh, which way to go. Uh, I guess we start looking around. Um, I'll, I'll start. I guess it's a uh, wits or I don't know, unless somebody can. Um, what's a good detective skill? I don't think I have anything. Do, 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 do. Oh, the only <laughs> it would have been me. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, otherwise, okay, I'll, I'll look on this side. You guys look on that side. All right. About that. So everyone just do a wits roll. Who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, strong nice. hit. Yeah, strong hit. Who am I again? Sparrow. Yeah. Go So Sparrow goes off to one one of the uh, one of the branching, I guess, directions, and notices that he sees like some like blood marks along like uh, lined up against the wall, as if like somebody were trying to like claw themselves. 
uh, from being dragged. And uh, it, it's pretty prominent because there's a uh, there was a recent, I guess, blood, blood markings. So he calls out to the team. So he calls out, uh, "Hey, <clears throat> uh, Luce Goshi, I think we found a. I think I found a, uh, a potential path here. It looks pretty recent, and it goes pretty, pretty further. Uh, it goes pretty much deeper in, but uh, it definitely looks like something was here. But I've also found um, one of Duke's uh, little charms that he had on his on his wrist." Seems to, it seems to be left behind. So I think I think he could have possibly gone this way. That's that's good enough for me. That's a better clue than we've had. So let's go down this route until we find a branching path and see what else we can find. So we can start walking down that way, and then I'll do another wits roll and see. Oh, don't forget your plus two momentum. Oh, true, true. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody gets plus two momentum. And I got a weak hit. No, we get plus one momentum. Plus one from the He gets plus two from the gather. Oh, that's right. Perfect. So I got a weak hit. Uh, Information provides new insight, but also complicates your quest. All right, so as we're following down the dark corridors, just literally being led by Goshi's flashlight because none of us have other lighting gear on us, which forces us to stay together. Um, As we quickly turn down a corridor, Luce sees a miniature, like almost not sure if it's really there, speck at the end of a long hallway. And as Luce goes to investigate, what Luce finds is a small larva that's glowing, but it's all by itself. And what Luce deduces is that the larva is actually leaving a slime path. So Luce calls everyone over and says, do you guys see this? Have you guys ever seen a creature like this that emits light? First time I'm seeing it. Do you know what, like, does, do you think Goshi would know? Goshi? Anything? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think I've seen or heard anything. I, I guess I could, I get out of character, try to search my memory banks if I come across it. I guess, is there a... Is that another gather information, I guess, roll? No, I think you just decide Based if he knows or not. Oh, you know, oh okay. <laughs> decide if I know or not. Um, You know what? Let's try this. Let me just see. And I'm going to say it's going to be a wits thing, just to try to remember if I heard anything. Oh, we can't. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. I, I might have come across something. Something about... Well, they they glow, but uh, hang on, let me check. Is are any of these bugs near blood? Is it near the blood that potentially is leading us towards this way? No, it looks like one singular bug crawling towards us and away from the direction we are heading. Uh, hmm. Huh. One, I I heard one um, instance where there are some bugs that all 
glow brighter once they've consumed um, either another creature or um, drink certain fluids and in some cases it could be blood in some cases it could be um, wastewater or whatever so I wonder if these these bugs are of the similar um, at least biome or something like that so but um, otherwise yeah uh, we don't want to touch any of them or at least keep track of them not being you know attached to us because uh, from what I understand they are sneaky and next thing you know yeah, they could be attached to us and start eating us alive so keep an eye out on your anything that's exposed in this sewer so all right well let's follow the trail and see where it takes us we all in agreement with that sure it looks like it's uh it's our only lead right now yep let's keep going set up a progress track for rescuing duke yes and, rescuing uh, duke set it at formidable for now but we could change that if the situation changes and uh, i went ahead and marked one off for um the clues you've already discovered fair okay, okay. thank you sounds good sounds good so as we continue down the corridors, we can tell that the smell of like sewage is getting stronger and stronger the deeper we go and the light, the darkness somehow seems to be getting darker. And we suddenly come to the edge of the corridor and we see a door that next to it is a sign that says, Enter one at a time. Well, that Are looks you, ominous. Will you heed the sign? <laughs> Enter one at a time. So who wants to volunteer? Go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm already down one. Fine, I'll go. <laughs> the man with the light. The man with the light goes first. The man with the light. Okay, hang on. Uh, so is that a roll or we just uh, go with um, the... Uh, if there's the no lock, you just try the door. Yeah, just try right. the door. Go to the door. You know what? Let's roll to see what happens. And uh, what's the equivalent of luck again? Uh, edge? Uh, edge, here we go. Let's see what happens. Roll of the dice. Literally, simply because I can't think right now. Okay. So, interruns going in. And... Once I step over, I hear click. Oh, shoot. And I move almost out of the way. And a portcullis comes down and just catches uh, my clothing. And I'm like, whoo, don't step here, guys. <laughs> I think, yeah, there's nothing else here, but here's the pressure plate. Just as you say that and turn around, the door has closed behind you. Uh, guys? We have double split the party. Guy? Oh! <laughs> Dug on it. <laughs> guys, can you hear me? Can you hear me on the other side? Hello? Can you hear me? On the other side of the door, <laughs> the Sparrow looks at Luz and says, well, I don't hear anything. It must be safe, right? 
I mean, I don't hear or see anything, but that door sure cl- closed really fast. I mean, uh, I, guess I'll, I'll, go I guess she. I'll go next. The well, sparrow, tries to, sparrow tries to open the door, but now the door is locked. It is locked shut. Uh, Luz, I think we might have to find another way around. It's locked. Let's backtrack and see if we can find another entrance. So we'll backtrack and um, we'll come to a small grate that's been partially broken through. And the only reason we found it is because we can see a very dim light that's white coming from underneath it. But it's only big enough for one of us to fit at a time. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors? (laughs) Rock, paper, scissors. I mean, you know, I'll go. I'll go. You're our navigator, so you'll... I mean, it's really not going to help if we get separated, but you'll you'll be able to make it back. I'll figure something out. Yeah. If something happens to me, just run back to the. Um, oh man, what was the what was the bar called? Nix. Nyx. Yeah. Go back to Nix and get that other courier to come and help. All right. Good luck, partner. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're gonna squeeze your way through the grate. Yeah, so Luce, since Luce is, like, super lanky anyway and small, Luce kneels down and starts entering the grate. And the grate is really, you know, tiny, tight fit, but shimmying through towards this white light. Somehow the light starts getting brighter as I'm shimmying and almost, like you know, like a solar flare. Luce's vision goes completely white. And when I open my eyes, I am in the same room as Duke. Am I passed out? Yes, you are passed out. (laughs) And the only reason I can tell that it's you is because the larvae that are on your forearm are really bright and illuminating your face. So I go over, I'm like, Duke, Duke, shaking you, but making sure not to touch your arms to try to see if I can wake (laughs) you up. Duke, can you hear me? Sparrow, come through. Duke is here. There's no response from Sparrow. Fuck. (laughs) Duke, you got to wake up, man. Some crazy stuff is happening. Duke! What are the odds I wake up? I don't know. Make a roll. Uh, use heart. All right. Yeah, let's check. I do a heart roll, see if... Hey, uh, any hit at all? Duke wakes up? Let's see. A weak hit. Okay, weak hit on that attempt. So Duke... Duke starts to come to as... As Luz is trying to rouse him, but he's still not all there. Um, he's just barely coming to. He's start. He's. You can tell that he's. He is not. Hundred um, percent. So he he just looks drained, kind of pale, 
in the skin. Um, you can't quite get his wits together, but he recognizes you. It's like, Luz, what the hell are you doing here? Are you real, man? Am I real? Are you real, man? We couldn't <laughs> find you. We went to your room after <laughs> Goshi came back, and your room looked like it had been ransacked with, you know, streaks from your boots heading out the door. Lucky enough, we followed them, and we're in some dark place, man. You are, I don't know if you can tell, you are strapped to a table, and there are some bugs on you. I saw one in the hallway, but these are so plump and bright. What did they do to you? Who did this to you? He's he's starting to come come to a little bit better, but he's still kind of kind of woozy uh, and out of it. Yeah, it was it was definitely the, those guys in the corner. And it, he's like, "Can you get these off of me, man?" And he's kind of indicating uh, the, the straps for the bed or, um, for whatever it is he's lying on. Last I remembered, one of the one of them came in here with some kind of briefcase and put these. There was a, I don't know, like a handful of these things on my leg already that were, I don't know, like as, as bright as these were. And he's looking at the ones on his arm. See, I, I don't know what the hell's going on, man, but they they are draining me. Be, be careful, though. He came in from that door. Luce will go and untie Duke, making sure to not touch any goo residue <laughs> for fear of being infected. Um, Luce quickly does an assessment of the room as well as he can with the bioluminescence coming from the larva. And when he turns around to see the vent that he had come from, it's not there anymore. It's just a solid steel wall. There's only one door in the entire room, and that was the same door that the hooded figure came from. Duke sees, it, sees him looking around. He says, how the hell did you get in here? And he's he's starting to sit up from the bed a little bit, um, slow to do it, just because he's not fully... He's like dizzy, is basically, trying to get it, to get it together. So as he inquires to Luce, he looks at his arm and he remembers how the other guy just kind of plucked him off. So he starts yanking him off, throwing him on the ground, and he just starts stomping the crap out of him. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You have to save at least one, man. There's no light down here. And unless you want to travel in the darkness, we need a flashlight. He's, he's about to smash the last one. And he's like, man, you want to hold it? <laughs> No. <laughs> I came this far. I think you can take us the rest of the way. Look, I'll, Me. I'll make sure I can carry you if I need to carry you. But you're our light, man. There's some crazy stuff going on. We lost Goshi behind a door. I went through a vent and now it's not there. I don't know where Sparrow is. I don't know how long you've been here. We're lost, man. We need to get out. We need to follow using that light. You lost the other two? What the hell's going on? <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Our captain was indisposed to keep us together. <laughs> yeah. I can look, picture the last bug is you, on Are on you blaming okay, me yeah. for getting kidnapped? 
Look, all I'm saying is that it only happened to one of us. That's kind of suspect. But that's neither here nor there. We need to get out of here. So you said, you said that that door, <laughs> that one of them came through that door. Can Do you think we can open it? I don't, I don't know. The last time he left, I was I was blanked out before I even saw him leave. He's, he's checking himself for weapons and gear. It's like, did they did they leave me with anything? <laughs> he's like all frustrated. Did they? Yeah, no. <laughs> no gear. It's like, damn it! I gotta get that. I gotta get that knife back. Oh, that's right. Well, I guess we have uh, no other choice then. Huh? Let's uh, let's try to figure out this door. At the very least, I mean. If someone comes through that door, at least there's two of us. I think we can probably take one. Can we, like, magic ourselves out of here the same way you got in here? Do you see any weird white pulsating lights? Because I don't. The only thing I see is that single larva you're holding. And this whole time that we've been talking, that light has been getting dim since you pulled it off your body. There are stars in my eyes, that's for sure. Just trying to shake it off. Scene cuts to Sparrow. Le- leaving off right <laughs> when Luce crawled through the vent. And then, like, vanishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so Sparrow, seeing, seeing Luce go through the vent, calls out to Luce saying, Hey, Luce, did you find anything? And just pure silence. Nothing. And he calls out to Luce, Luce, Luce. Still nothing, no response. And listening to Luce's last words before they split, Sparrow decides to double back and head back, basically the direction that they had initially came from, so that he could head back towards the uh, the Nick's bar. But as he's going, the path seems to have been taken a different turn. And as he's walking, the... the stench that was like smelled earlier slowly gets stronger and stronger and it's like uh it's like a rotting kind of like metallic everything all the mixtures just all together just blended together and just like really just god awful and as he's still going thinking that he's heading in the same direction he uh sparrow starts to basically hallucinate and he's he's just now slowly just wandering through the halls and as he's wandering through the halls he ends up uh, at like another door and he's he's opening the door and he's like kind of struggling to open it but eventually he opens the door and he finds another room but this room is now filled with like a whole bunch of just those those maggot worms and a whole bunch of just laying rotten bodies of flesh and they're all dark yeah, red aren't they're they all or are they blue <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> red yeah, blue. blue blue red blue. they're hung they're hungry they're, they're purple hungry. now it's all purple they're you can't tell they're too dark it's too dark it's too dark it's too dark, it's too dark. It's too dark. <laughs> and plus he's hallucinating right so he doesn't yeah. know. what is color oh. what is color <laughs> Hey guys, where are you? Oh, wait a minute. He tries to turn on his communicator. Uh, 
Goshi to any of the other guys of the Deliculum. Can you hear me? Over. Static. Oh, oh static. Darn it. That was a good shot. All right. Um, hang on. Oh, man. I'm glad that Porgolus didn't hit me. But uh, i got to get some new clothes now. Crap. All right. Oh, we got to make sure that no bugs get on me. All right. I guess I'm going to head straight or where this place is. I mean, good thing I always have a flashlight. Um... All right, I start walking down, and uh, let's see. Nope, I see nothing for for good long. Uh, what well, seems long, but then again, it's. Uh, I don't know if we have any clocks in this this era, but um, yeah, you know what? Let's roll. Let me just roll something, just because I want to see what it's gonna get. And I'll get another edge this one. Oh no let's do this one let's go which one is dexterity again edge yes Probably I think it's edge. all right let me see what happens oh all right cool strong hit so here I go so I'm going this way and as I you know I thought I felt something on my leg and I lean over and next thing I know whew, the door opens, and lo and behold, there is Luz and Duke. And seeing only one dim bug in one of the two's hands, uh, guys, is that you? Koshi? Oh my gosh! Where have you been, Captain? How did you find us? Good question. I don't know. Um, I thought the others were behind me. Yeah, I, well, apparently not because Luce is there. And next thing I know, I was we got separated, walked, walked a bit, and I thought there was something on my leg. And I leaned on, on the side, and this door opened. So, but what the hell happened to you? And he, he's kind of pointing at the place where the portcullis tagged you. And that's when oh, you yeah. notice. That's when you <laughs> notice it's actually. It looks worse than it should. And you're not entirely sure why. Oh no. Uh, would anyone know what this stuff is? And, oh, you know what? Nope. I have a good, educated guess that whatever gunk is in this sewer is now. It's now infecting me, and I'm now. Oh my gosh, I gotta get to some uh, first aid kit or at least some um, antibiotics right now because now that you mention it, it does tingle. All of a sudden, Luce has been quiet this whole time and like not moving, kind of staring at Goshi at the other end of like the corridor. And then Luce says, everyone be quiet and stop moving. And you realize that Luce hasn't been staring at Goshi, but what's behind Goshi. And behind Goshi, again, it's dark because the flashlight is facing the other way, is a shadowy figure similar in stature and build to one of the crimson hooded um, people. And so when Goshi turns around to shine a light on them, the flashlight or headlamp loses power and you can't 
get light directly shining on them. All of a sudden, you see in the dark hole of the face that the eyes start glowing red. Guys, I think we need to get the hell out of here. Are we entering the fray? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It would be good. It's just that he, it, whatever it is, is blocking the way out, correct? I mean, where we just came from is literally a dead end. We're going to have to go through this guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, we need to get out of here because this thing or the portcullis at me is starting to itch something fierce now. They say we just oh. got to charge him. The three of us can take him down. Okay. And on, with three. The, on three. <laughs> on three. On <laughs> three. He's standing right there. <laughs> He's like further down the, the <laughs> corridor. But with okay. that, Luce takes the charge, takes the lead. And the hooded figure starts walking away around the corner. And the minute that we get around the corner, there's nobody there. Mm. Guys, I've been in here for way too long. This place is messing with me. Can anyone Uh, get Sparrow on the radio? uh, I just tried a while ago. I couldn't get anyone uh, prior to seeing you. Uh, Oh, man, we got to find your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Not leaving without my stuff. Try try Sparrow one more time. See if we can get All him. Right. We can do Stand a by. roll, a 50-50 roll. Yeah, 50-50 roll. Uh, how do we do 50-50 again? Just just roll. Take the two numbers. Just roll? Okay. Stand by. The last two, 50/50. right? 50-50. Get the last two numbers. It is 67. Right. That good or bad? Success. It's supposed to be less. <laughs> we did say. It's supposed to be less, right? In this game, it's supposed to be less. What do you mean? E- no. Exceed. 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 Okay. Exceed. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're good. Oh, good. So try. So, yeah, we're good. Sixty-seven. So, uh, okay. Um, yo, uh, Sparrow. Uh, this is Goshi. I-, I found Captain and Luce. Are you here? Can you hear me? Over. You hear faint warbling over your radio, Sparrow. It's kind of getting intermixed with the vision that you're seeing. Uh, so, so Sparrow gets the uh, gets the radio call, and he's like, uh, "Guys, hello." This is Sparrow. I've I've made it back to the to the Nick's uh, bar, but when in reality, yeah, he really hasn't. He's just still kind of like hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey guys, that's good. Did you hear something? That's good. Did you hear that? It sounded that's like awesome. he made it back to Nick's. Good. Cool. Did All he right. just run away? That, he was supposed I, to be on I, my I, tail, but he's well. That's no. That's good. I told him to go back and get help. Oh. So the question oh, is, well. how do we get out of here? Uh, hey, uh, Sparrow, can you can you um, find someone to help us out? Maybe the uh, the other courier. Uh, what was her name? Jayla. Yeah, Jayla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Jayla. If you can see if you can help her, because uh, she might help us or at least get some help. But uh, yeah, can you can you get your since you're at the bar? Can you see her over? Uh, Gushi. Yeah, I'm actually bringing her right now. We're we're walking down the corridor. Uh, towards you guys, or at least what, uh, the direction that you guys should be in. So we uh, we should be meeting up any second now. Oh, what, cool. what is it? What's actually happened is you have the bugs have actually <laughs> this whole time the they've air. been this whole time <laughs> they've been surrounding you, and you are actually on the ground, and they're like 
the the motion of of all the different larval creatures that are around you have imparted this sense of motion to you, which is why you feel like you're actually moving. Moving. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. All right, Thank cool. Thanks. They slowly uh, start yeah. attaching themselves to get, you. Get here as soon as you can. Um, my flashlight went out, uh, and I can't see now. Or you know, it's really hard to see with the exception of the one bug that's you know, <laughs> we one have of these one guys bug to light the way. <laughs> the one bug. <laughs> the one bug. The so one for Sparrow, bug. as they start biting you, this feeling of pain starts making you wake up a little bit. And realize where you are, what's happening to you, and that you're essentially in a sea of this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so good. So let's let's say just for the sake of story that as they start biting you and you realize this, you let out like an epic scream. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys hear that? You hear oh. the faint screaming? Did you hear that? Yeah. Like a faint cool. echoey screaming? That's got to be Sparrow. We got to chase down that screaming. Yeah. Dude, he yeah, said he uh, was fine. He said he's coming with backup. Why would he yeah. be screaming? I mean, somebody's screaming, uh, and it's certainly yeah. not those hooded guys. Either way, we got to find those screams. Yeah. I got to find All my right. knife. Uh, and my knife don't so scream, what? unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um. Well, let's ask. Let's ask Sparrow if he heard the scream. Maybe we can meet at the scream. Yeah. Oh, good point. Hey, hey, Sparrow, can you hear me? Over? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Gushi, what's up? Yeah, we heard a scream. Um, did you hear a scream too? <laughs> scream? There's no screaming here. I don't hear oh, no screaming. Darn it. Okay. Sparrow, Sparrow leads out like another, another yell. Just like, oh, God. There it is again. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Go towards the screen. Go towards the screen. We're going towards the screen. Okay. It, it, if if it's not you, that at least go towards the screen. At least we'll meet together. Over. Something's <laughs> really weird with Sparrow, guys. It sounded like he was screaming and then went right into the Zen state of telling us he's on the way again. This makes oh, no uh, sense. This makes look, no sense. Duke, uh, we'll get your the- knife. Use my pistol for now, but we need to get Sparrow first, and then. As a crew, we'll find your stuff. Yes. So we head in the general direction of what we thought was where the screaming was. Um, heading that way, um, the tingling sensation where the, the portcullis hit me, uh, you, you see it's I'm, I'm obviously squirming, trying to scratch at it. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying not to scratch at it. Uh, and then... Um, we start seeing, uh, it feels, and it, we can feel air, and we can start to smell uh, a mixture of decomposition with rust and vegetation and something else that, you know, is starting to make us gag a bit. And... I think that's just you see? also hallucinating. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, guys, you got hold your breath, okay? I mean... I I I get I just got a waft or something. Oh my gosh! Ooh. I don't. All right, smell we gotta go this anything. way. I mean, it's it's bad, but it, it's not that bad. Yeah. Anyway, like, we're going this direction, correct? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to see. Can you hold the bug up a little bit higher? 
<laughs> I turned to Duke and I'm like, how am I the only one not losing my mind in here? Are you okay? I need to know that you're okay. Duke holds up the <laughs> bug and in the process of doing it, it illuminates Goshi's face and you, you, we can start to see like, uh, you are definitely getting some kind of infection and it's, yes. it's visible yeah. uh, on your, on your skin and kind of in, in the eyes. Mm. Yeah. You're starting to be, see some discoloration and yeah. Duke looks at Is it this Luz. way, right guys? It's this way, right? Come on. It's over so, this way. Just hold your breath. He's like, yeah, we'll be right behind you. Luz. <laughs> I had that. Did you catch that? Dude, I don't think he's going to make it. Goshi is effed up. So are you. And so is Sparrow. Look. Me? Yeah, he's, man. He starts, he's just looking at himself. Am I, am I infected? <laughs> I mean, you had those bugs all over you. They were feeding on you, right? I mean, I was passed out. But I am not hallucinating. <laughs> Maybe we need to split up and you take Goshi back to Nyx. I'll find Sparrow. We'll get out of here. And then we'll come back once everyone is healed for your stuff. Come on, guys. It's this way. Come on. Let's go. What's, what's keeping you guys? Come on. Besides, you have the light. I can't see anything in front of me. Look, Captain, I understand your trepidation and your hesitation. But I will swear an iron vow to you that we will come back, we will find your stuff, no matter how long it takes before we leave this planet. Let's see, there is a, uh, isn't there a move to try and do that? Like, uh, convince Swear somebody? the Iron Vow? No, there, there's... Oh, um, Compel? Oh. Yeah, Compel, where is that? Compel, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, so <laughs> I will... <Roll> <laughs> <laughs> what is my thing? Edge, heart, shadow. Charm, pacifying courage, or barter is heart. And that's probably the one, because the other two options are threaten or insight and lie or swindle. I mean, I could <laughs> lie to you. You, you, could, you could be lying. You could. I could you be could lying, be. but I won't. I will uh, pacify encourage. and encourage <laughs> we we're a connection, right? I would say so. Yeah, probably don't share at, a bond at, the, at a minimum. Yeah, at a minimum. All right, so add a plus one, and then it's a heart roll. Okay, so it's all set up. Thank you. Here's the roll. Yeah, that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, that is the laughter of a miss. <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> I say we stay together. <laughs> Jeez, I have to pay the price, right? Yeah. But I agree. We will find Sparrow first and then get my stuff. We just have to keep a close eye on this one as Goshi's kind of wandering down the hallway. <laughs> totally. Guys, confused. I think I'm getting closer. <laughs> I need the light, though. I have half a mind to just knock him out, too. But we can't drag him through these tunnels. Hmm. So I have. Do I have to pay a price somehow for that, right? <laughs> you could lose momentum or endure a certain amount of stress. Yeah. Did, did I just hurt your ego? <laughs> yeah. You, you did. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I will take a stress. Yeah. Ouch, man. That's a <laughs> negative one spirit, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Heart. Is it? Yes. Spirit, heart. Spirit. Yes, spirit. 
spirit, spirit, yes. You can try to shake it. You want to try to shake it? Oh, no, yeah. I'll take it. There's no time to shake it. <laughs> shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake we it. have to save the sparrow. <laughs> the sparrow. The sparrow. Fine, Captain. If you want to be that way, that's perfectly fine. As the person with the clearest mind out of everyone here, I'll lead. Just keep your arm up with that grub. All right. You you want to make a roll for the uh, to try and find him? <laughs> sure. What kind of what kind of role would it be? We could. You want to you want to call it undertaking an expedition? We're just we're just we're just tossing yeah. moves around. Here. Whatever fits. We should have been doing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, technically, we should have been. We should have been doing that. Technically, um, I'm gonna. I'm changing this rescue Duke to rescue <laughs> the, the team. Just get <laughs> out. Oh, get out. Escape the sewers. Escape the sewers now. Yeah. Escape just the sewers, get but... out. All right. Um. So which yeah, one are we doing? Be... Undertaking expedition. Yeah, we should have been doing that in the beginning. Totally forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Since we need to do this quickly, we will move at speed. Makes okay, sense. excellent. So that will be edge. I've marked three boxes so far. For one for the initial clues and then two each time you guys found me. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Good enough. What about connection with, uh, with Sparrow? With Sparrow? Radio? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yes. I'll give you that one. Just because we're totally for it. We are so playing by the rules. (laughs) Yes, we are. We're trying to. We are the rules. I'm going to send this to Sean. To Sean Tomkin. He's going to be like, these guys have bastardized my game. (laughs) I am the law. All right. Yeah. Let's see. That would be cool if we get a response from him. Yes. I I definitely plan to share it with him. So thank you. Oh, boy. That's a strong hit. There All we right. go. So on a strong hit, we reach, envision the location, mark progress. I will mark that. Okay. That, that puts us at five, gentlemen. Yes. So we turn corner after corner and just keep on following the screams of Sparrow until they get thicker and less reverberant. And at one point, we turn and we see that the hallway like the corner part of the hallway is literally just filled with these bugs, like hopping one over the other or like slithering one over the other. And through it, we can see Sparrow's face, but not the rest of his body. And we're, we see him finally. He's like, Captain, that's Sparrow. Oh my God. What are they doing to him? Duke just, Duke just <laughs> Duke dives right in because he's he's used to these things by now, and he just jumps in there and starts tearing them off as fast as he can. In in the ordeal of the captain ripping off all the little bugs, Luce notices that the bugs are now starting to move towards Goshi. We need to get out of here now. Oh, look at this one. Hey, she loves me. She loves me not. She loves me. She loves me not. Duke Duke gets enough to kind of, gets enough off to kind of clear Sparrow's upper chest and shoulders, and he starts slapping him around on the face. Sparrow! Sparrow! As as Duke is slapping Sparrow around on the face, Sparrow basically pushes his little radio button, because he thinks the team still isn't there yet push the radio he's like hey guys uh slight problem uh i 
I think the dudes in the red cloak are here. And he's literally seeing that he's literally seeing the team as the the red cloak faction. And Sparrow, you know, unknowingly starts pulling out his gun and points it <laughs> at Duke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's okay, we're close. Um oh hold on. She loves me, she loves me not, and while you do that, you see Goshi actually dissecting this bug, pulling legs off of it, saying he loves me, he loves me not, she loves me, she loves me not. It's actually pulling legs off one of the bugs. Wow. Okay, I'm almost done. She loves me, she loves me not. Ah, she loves me. We're close, we're close. Duke is really unnerved. <laughs> Luz turns over to Duke. He's like, look, it's going to be you and me. We need to get him out of here. And without taking a second thought, Luce is going to compel Sparrow by punching him so he passes out. <laughs> I like this method of persuasion. The power of Luce compels you. Boom. Yes. We don't have we don't have time. We just need to get out of here before we're in a worse situation. So that is what, an iron roll? Yep. Yeah. Weak hit. (laughs) What a weak hit. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Luce punches Sparrow across the face and his body automatically goes limp. But with the added weight of some of the bugs still on his legs, Luce actually can't lift Sparrow and has to turn him around and drag him by the arms, you know, legs mm. outwise, mm. mm-hmm. running backwards through the corridor while Duke grabs Goshi and they start heading towards the smell of fresh air. So Duke has takes Goshi, you know, like he's still standing kind of, you know, under his own power, so he's got him under one arm. But he had taken... Uh, Sparrow's gun because he was going for it. So as soon as Sparrow went limp, he dropped the gun. So uh, Duke picked that up and he's got it. He's just picking off bugs as, as you guys are, as we're all backing out of the room, just trying to clear as many as he can. Hang on guys. Hang on. Let me pick some of these flowers. Maybe that courier Jayla. She is cute. Wasn't she? Hang on. Let me, let me choose Goshi, one of Goshi. these. These are not let flowers. Just, Goshi. These but are this not one's flowers. pretty. Oh come flowers. on, Captain! This is my first time out of the uh, out of my compound. Oh please, let me give you a few of these flowers. Look, just look how pretty they are. And but besides, she said she loves me. The, the flower told me she loves me. And there's one dissected bug in his hand. He's still holding it. No legs on it anymore. Come on, Cap. Let me just get a few. I, I know she'll love it. I know she'll love it. Captain, what do you think will happen? If we give Goshi some of his medication while he's in this state, you think it might bring his mind back? Oh. <laughs> they gave it to you for a reason, right? Yeah. I'm afraid to try that. Captain, I'm afraid of those bugs. One of them is a bigger issue right now. And he, Duke looks down at his Goshi's wound is just <laughs> festering already. Like it's, it's it is nasty and it's rank and just disgusting. <laughs> like, well, I don't. I suppose it can't really get worse now, can it? And he goes for the 
digs around in Goshi's bag for for the medicine. <laughs> yep. He finds a canister. He gets he finds a um an inhaler. It's an inhaler? And, yeah, it's it's what that's what oh, that's it's, right, that's uh, right. like an allergy inhaler. Mm-hmm. And when they put it up to his mouth and they press it, you hear that you feel the press on the inhaler, but you don't hear the hiss that you usually hear an inhaler. And you press it again, and then without putting it in his mouth, you press it and you're holding a bug up. Nothing coming out of this canister. Sparrow, there's nothing in here. Or, I'm sorry, Luz, there's nothing in here. He can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure of that. Um, he's, he's like, there's, he's shaking it, squeezing it over and over again. He's like, Luz, yeah, there's nothing in no, here. And he just throws it. It's empty. Into, oh, the, into the bugs. Captain, we should have gotten your equipment because in your equipment, those people gave you an extra pack of his medication, remember? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> There's no sense in splitting hairs. Just grab them and push. Oh, look at that big flower. Wow. Should we do an undertaking expedition? Yeah, let's do it. I'll a let lot. you do it. I'll do this one. <laughs> See if we can make ourselves We're this trying to make haste. Really pretty. I'm gonna roll roll the edge. Weak hit. Okay. Okay. So we do... We can tell that we're making progress in the right direction. You know, conditions are certainly improving in this underground labyrinth. But unfortunately, conditions are not improving for Goshi. So he is... As he descends worse and worse into this infection, he's starting to lose his faculties. So he he's dragging more, and he's and he's still hallucinating just as much. But you can tell he's actually starting to slip in and out of like real consciousness. So he's starting <laughs> to pass out uh, just yeah. just from the sheer getting overtaken by the infection. So he's much more difficult to carry now. <laughs> so I tucked 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 the gun away, you know, in, into into the pants, and now I have to carry him or drag him essentially. With both arms. Do we make it out though? Uh, we have. We are making progress. So that yes. puts us at six, six boxes. Yeah, making a progress. Although, should, would it be fair to say it is no longer formidable since we have had escaped from the immediate dangers? Hmm. What do you think? We think we have escaped. We think that's, we don't know anything. Point. We think we've <laughs> escaped. We'll keep, keep it, it formidable. formidable. We think we're at we're escaped. You got him away from the the pit. You got um, Sparrow away from that pit. Now we're just still potentially mm. stumbling, almost blind, with the exception well, I, of a blue bug. I must also choose one of these: suffer costs en route or face a risky situation at the waypoint. Oh, okay. So we, as we are making progress out, the Sparrow is sort of, I mean, Luz is sort of le- leading the way because Duke had taken a little longer to get um, to get control of of Goshi, and Luz, you feel a really eerie. So you were starting to get a sense of hope as as the air was clearing. The, the, the space around you 
was starting to warm a bit. It wasn't as dank and gross and muggy. And then suddenly you feel this this bone-chilling presence behind you. So as you're pull, you're sort of you're effectively pulling backwards, right? Because you're still mm-hmm. dragging him. Yeah, so you you can feel the chill that's coming coming your way, and you stop to you stop to investigate. And when you make the turn, you see the figure again, the same one that you saw before. Eyes still glowing a deep, deep red, like they're looking right, right through your soul. So as Luce is pulling Sparrow and feels this like pause in time, right? He turns around, sees the hooded figure's red eyes, and to the rest of the crew, what it looks like is that Luce goes into paralysis, standing up, still holding Sparrow, and Luce's eyes turn red. But from Luce's perspective, Luce has a seer vision. And in this vision, what he sees is the same lake that, you know, we've seen in other visions, completely empty, but there is a woman still at the bottom of the lake. Only this time, when Luce makes eye contact with the woman, her eyes turn red and the lake begins to fill again. Only this time, instead of water, the lake is filling with the larva. And in that moment, Luce starts freaking out and losing their cool completely and start screaming like a small child in this horrific vision. And everything goes black for Luce. From the perspective of the party, Luce's eyes go red and then complete the red goes away, as does the figure, but Luce is in paralysis. Well, damn, I can't drag all three of you. Like a petrified. <laughs> Think like a petrified. Uh, oh, wow. This real this flower smells real good. And what, um, in Goshi's perspective, he's putting his nose up against a flower. In real world, he's putting his nose up against the creature's mandibles and taking a huge sniff. Wow. I'm pretty sure Jayla will love the scent of this flower. So Duke, Duke leaves and he says, stay, stay right there. And so he goes over to to Luce and tries to snap him out of it. So he starts giving him a shake, slapping his face around, whatever he can do to try and get him out of this paralysis. It's like, I remember the last time we saw this happen. It wasn't very long. You better come out of this. <laughs> I can't get I can't get all of us out here alone. While you're waiting for Luz to get out of his paralysis, enough time has passed and through all the dragging that Sparrow has regained consciousness and has a little more of their mind in the right place. Maybe not fully there, but pretty much. Luz is still paralyzed. Yeah, so so Luz paralyzed kind of lessens his grip on on sparrow so sparrow kind of like just flops to the floor and then that that kind of just kind of helps wake him up 
So Sparrow starts getting up. It's like, oh god, my my head. Captain, Sparrow. is that you? Sparrow, Sparrow, you're awake. All right, I can't. Can you? Can you stand? Can you walk? Are you Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Just give me a second. Hold on. Sparrow slowly just kind of braces himself to kind of get up. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I think I'm good, Captain. How did How did you all get here? What, what I thought we were all split up. We'll We'll have to. Th- I'll give you all the explanation, whatever I can explain later. Uh-huh. None of this is making sense right now. But do, I don't look like a red cloak figure, do you? Do I? No. What? <laughs> okay. Last just making sure. You know? <laughs> go over. To, go over to Goshi. He's he's totally loopy and losing it. You're gonna have to walk back with him. I'm gonna grab Luz, and we're gonna get ourselves out of here. We need to get out of here fast. Uh, yeah, sure. And then goes over moment. to goes over to Goshi. Just <laughs> picks him up. Sparrow, dude. We found you. Oh, look, I picked up one of the flowers. And can you smell this? Smell this flower? It smells real good. He shoves something in your face. And in the blue light of the the bug that Duke is holding, you see uh, uh, a dismembered bug. And he's holding the mandibles in front of your face as if he's trying to make you smell it. Dude, you got to smell this flower. I think Jayla will like it, man. Smell it. Goshi has this weird, like, weird blackish spittle coming out of his mouth this whole time that he's doing this to you. Yeah. yeah Sparrow looks and is like, wow, great. Mm, mm, nice. And he just kind of just like, you know, kind of just lets him do his thing and just starts dragging Goshi. I know, right? Dude, I'm pretty sure she'll like it. Anyway, how have you been, man? Sparrow, if he passes out, it might be for the better. Let's get out of yeah, here. Yeah, let's just, yeah, I'm just going to ignore him. So Duke reaches over to loose. Um, still trying to wake them from paralysis. And the minute that Duke grabs Luce's shoulders, Luce just goes, <gasps> and completely comes back. He's like, did you, did you guys, did you, did you guys see that? Did you guys see anything? I was there. Where? At the lake. It was the same vision with the same woman. Only this time the lake was filled with those bugs. You saw Jasmine. Yeah, but the bugs, they overtook her and completely submerged her at the bottom of the lake. Oh, my God. Where did the hooded guy go? Did we? Did, did you say that the rest of us saw the hooded guy? I would imagine. You probably saw the red eyes. Okay. In the darkness. It, he was here a second ago. You turned around, saw him, went stiff, and then he vanished. All right, well, we can deal with all that later, but we need to go now. And as Luce turns to look at um, Sparrow and Goshi, Luce feels a weird feeling underneath their right arm, like an itching. It's very low light, so Luce can't really see anything, but, you know, they kind of, like, rub the top of their arm, just trying to itch it. And when it happens the second time, and they go to itch it, again, they can't see because it's dark, but they can feel slightly raised bumps underneath their skin, and it's moving. They say nothing. 
and start leading the way down the corridor again. Dude, we're, we're so this screwed. flower smells so, so, so. Hang on. I think I gotta sneeze. All the black stuff that was coming out of his mouth, he just up chucked it. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I guess I got allergies. Anyway, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this flower smells so wonderful. Jayla's gonna love this flower. Since Luce is taking the lead, <laughs> running down the hallway, you gonna make a roll? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will do another expedition. <laughs> um, and at speed, so that's still edge, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hell yeah! Strong hit. Yes. So we mark a progress. Yep, that puts us at seven. With a match. Oh, does that I got do a anything? match on my end. It it's like um It's only for certain D &D, things, right? Yeah, but it's also it can it's an opportunity that you know you can add in something special or worse. Um it usually like if it's a strong hit, something you know good happens and on a weak hit on a match it ha uh, something bad. It's Terrible like rolling items. a natural one or yeah. natural twenty. So if you want to add something, you can. You're allowed to. Um, uh, there are specific instances. Uh, sorry for the uh, the game stuff, folks. But in specific instances, it'll tell you. But when we ever get a match, it's also a, a narrative. Oh, this also happens. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you. You don't have to take it. But So as uh, we continue down the corridors, literally only following the smell of fresh air, our radio starts picking up static and through that static, we can hear a voice trying to hone in on our frequency, but we need to clean it up. And once we switch channels and get a clearer signal, we realize that it's Jayla trying to contact us because she saw the group leave. She saw all of us leave, but noticed that we didn't check out in the morning. So Jayla's on the comms. Guys, can you hear me? Hello? Duke? <gasps> is that is that her? Is it Jayla? Without using the radio. Jayla, I have your flowers for you. <laughs> Hello, can you guys hear me? Oh, I don't think they can hear me. Guys! Well, oh, let me try a different channel. And with that, the voice is gone. I can hear you. Here's your flower. <laughs> Damn, they took my comms. Duke, grab his radio and change channels. We need to get a hold of her. He grabs. Uh, well, he's with he's with you now. Who? Right? Isn't? Oh, oh did you you took off ahead? Yeah, I took off ahead. Yeah, essentially. Well, Sparrow, you've got your radio, right? You I still do. got it? Yeah. yeah. Sur surf the channels, maybe you can catch her. All right, here they you go. They took mine while I, was a, while I was incapacitated. Uh, okay, well, you can go ahead and take this guy off of me then while I go ahead and do that. Just chucks Goshi over to do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got him. Starts flipping through the channels. Want to spell this flower? <laughs> Good God, man. <laughs> and as Sparrow's like flipping through the channels, he he's 
slowly kind of gets in and out of uh, Jayla's frequency again. So he's like kind of fine tuning it uh, until uh, he finally he finally gets to uh, a clear a clear signal from Jayla. Duke, Duke, can you hear me? This is Jayla. Respond, please. Uh, hi, Jayla. This is Sparrow. Uh, I'm part of Duke's uh, crew. Uh, what's up? Yeah, I remember you. You're the one who can't handle the drink. Where are you guys? We couldn't find you this morning, and Duke's room was ransacked. Uh, yeah, we're kind of we well, we went well, we went to look for Duke right after, and we also saw that his room was ransacked. So we went to go look for Duke, and now we've ended up kind of like in this underground sewer kind of tunnel system. I know exactly where you guys are. You guys went into the station. You guys can't go in there, man. The fumes from all the rusted and acidic metal creates fumes that make people hallucinate and lose their minds. There's no light in there. You could get lost forever if you don't know your way out. Tell me, what do you see around you? Uh, well, right now, uh, we're kind of at like a... Looks like a T-cross... And there appears to be uh, kind of a signage. It's hard to tell. We have the you know the little light that we do have down here. Kind of has like an arrow pointing up upwards. Okay, you guys aren't that far. I know exactly where you are. Just follow that corridor until you get to a, where it turns to the right only. Once you follow that corridor. I'm going to run down and see if I can meet you there and lead you all the way. But look, whatever you do, if you see any bugs of any sort, don't let them touch you. They will poison your blood and get into your stream if you're not careful. Uh, yeah, that's going to be kind of a problem. Uh, I think we're going to be bringing some of these up when we meet you. Uh, one of our guys here was kind of, he still has some on his legs and, uh, yeah, we, we're kind of just taking him off right now. He's definitely hallucinating, like pretty bad. We can't let you bring that stuff back to where we are. You're going to have to stay there and I will come with a medic. They'll have to make sure that you guys have the antidotes before you come out of those tunnels. We can't have another outbreak out here. The station can't take it. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll let the uh, I'll let the guys know, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Hopefully you will too. Over and out. Sparrow goes to Duke and says, "Okay, hey Duke, we're gonna have to pretty much follow this corridor." She said that if we follow this corridor, there should be uh, a turn to the right only, and then she said she'll meet us there at the end problem is uh these worms uh she said we can't bring these up to the surface so we're gonna have to take take off the worms i'd rather not take them with me anyway <laughs> <laughs> i've had enough of these things yeah at this point um goshi motions like you know he's he's sort of kind of stumbling Jayla, my love, I got you these flowers and 
Whew, is it hot in here, guys, or just me? And he's holding up the flower. In his mind, it's a flower, but to you guys, it's it's basically one of the bugs, and it you know, it's now been squished in his hand because he, apparently he's been holding tight onto it, and it's limp in his hands. But his hand is wavering, and he's like really wobbling two and four. Jayla, my love. I come bearing gifts. Man, it's hot in here. Anyway, I'm coming, my love. I'm, I'm coming. You'll love this. Yeah, this. Oh man, this flower. It's boy. We've been down here too long. Uh, this flower is now starting to decompose in my hand. Uh, but I think she'll still like it. It's the thought that counts, right, guys? It's the thought that counts. Yeah. Guys, he isn't doing so hot. No, he's not. Look, let's just get to the meeting point, sit down, and try to make sure that this guy is at least hydrated. Because he's not looking good at all. And at that point, the small light that we do have shines on, like, the infected site on on, um, on Goshi. And... Luce realizes that the infected site has like a skin scab overgrowth, kind of, right? Like a pussy mess going on there. <laughs> and Luce turns to Sparrow and says, do you see that? That, that's exactly what the walls of that ship looked like. Do you remember Tell me you're, I'm not crazy. That's what the walls of the ship look like. Holy ship. You're right. <laughs> yeah. While you guys are looking and he's like, yeah, that really itches. Ugh. And you see him scraping not only the skin, but pus starts coming out and it's purplish. Oh, that feels much better. Ugh. Oh, guys. <sighs> Can I go to bed now? Captain, come over here. You need to take a look at this. Do you see that skin? That growth of pus coming out of that infection site? Oh, I see it. That see it. is what is... Sparrow and I saw when we went inside the ship during that hallucination. Is it really? Right, Sparrow? Back it, me up is, here. It's literally what we're looking at right now, Captain. Just think of it on a grander scale. Is literally, this is it. This is what we saw. All right. We are coming up on time. Shall we do a finish the scene progress move here? And see how sure. it is? Let's see. Why not? At, at a seven? At what, six boxes? What, seven. seven? Yeah. At a seven. seven. Why not? That's decent. Who Do us the honors, Captain. Shall I roll it? All right. Yes, Captain. Captain, my this. Captain. We're going straight up against seven, right? Yes. Or seven against a two and a five. <laughs> All right, Weak strong hit. hit. Weak hit. Well, no, because it's looking at the... Um... I should oh, build something sorry. in here to replace that. But yeah, our action is a seven. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, that's right. Our action is a seven. So strong hit. 
Nice. You achieve your objective unconditionally. Right. Okay. Ooh. So we do manage to get out. Let's see. So we just like build a scene to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, in our in our confusion, uh, excitement, exploration of figuring out this puzzle of how these larvae, the lake, the skin on the ship from the hallucination, which might not have been a hallucination because now we see the same, you know, material coming out of Goshi. In all that thinking in the darkness, we hear the footsteps of three people with huge, bright, like, mag lights you can see everything. And as they turn the corner and illuminate us, we're completely blinded by the lights at first. And as our eyes adjust, we realize that it's Jayla. Who was, was it Charlie? The, the, bartender? the bartender? That's, uh, um, excuse me. It's, um, 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 it's, it's in the notes. It's, uh, it's, 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 uh, I'm forgetting his name. Rafe. No, Rafe and Charlie. And, yeah, Charlie's the one who Charlie, was in the back. Okay, yeah, yeah, Charlie's yeah. the one in the back. So Charlie and someone else that we haven't seen. And the person that we haven't seen has a backpack that quickly takes it off and opens it up as a field medical kit with, like, surgical scalpels and, like, all this stuff. He comes in and asks, all right, which one of you guys has had an encounter with the bugs? And we all kind of look at one another and I say, these three have. Jayla, so, here's a flower for you. <laughs> Jayla That's finds one. it cute, but disgusted at the same time. She says, you can dry, keep that for like me for now. I'll, I'll, I'll get that from you later, okay? <laughs> the medic okay, doctor hands uh, Duke and Sparrow pills to take immediately in order to fight the infection but with Goshi they have to take a more drastic approach and Jayla says the infection is spreading a lot this growth that's coming out here is toxic and we need to remove this excess growth without harming anything that might mean in Goshi losing a limb so it's going to take some time but we should be able to do it quickly and the doctor goes in with the scalpel and kind of like cuts off all the excess growth, sews everything up, wraps it in a bandage, and gives Goshi the medication as well after that to fight the infection. And after about 10 minutes, we all start feeling a lot better and we walk out. But Luce still has these weird scratching feelings underneath their right arm that they keep on rubbing, but they're not sure if it's a hallucination or not. So they're not telling anybody. So, Doc, thanks for all the help. What what exactly would have happened if we didn't get treated in time? Well, what usually ends up happening is that these bugs, they take the electronic, the electric energy that the body naturally creates and they store it like a battery cell. But on the other side, they leave residue. Think of 
like when a battery oxidizes and when that gets into your bloodstream, it begins poisoning you, creating hallucinations while the larvae lay eggs for more of them to grow inside of you. You're lucky we caught you in time. You two were still in the very early stages of all this by just getting bit and providing energy. But if you look at this infection, this growth that's coming out of here, that is the result of what happens when the output of the larva meets the blood of a person. Man, it must be everywhere down there. Didn't anyone tell you guys? We don't come down here. No, man. I was kidnapped and brought down here. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Anyway, thanks again. You're lucky we came when we did. We can't allow another infection to run over our station like it did 15 years ago. What happened back then? Somebody kept it to themselves that they were infected. And it started off as small things with them seeing things that weren't there. But eventually, once the larva matured, it burst the body and infected the home, which led to an outbreak that claimed six families along the Western Corridor. Burst the body? Yes. At some point, the larvae feed to a state where they reproduce and there's no more room. So the only way that they can grow further is to burst usually one limb of the body and continue on their journey of maturation. Good God, why don't you just eradicate these things? That's the thing. These bugs are the same thing that power this station. We've learned to live with them as long as we leave them alone. But without them, this station has no power because we have no sun here. Damn. I can tell you more when we get back, but now we gotta go. Now that everyone's all healed up. So I didn't find flowers for Jayla. <laughs> no, sir, you did not find flowers for Jayla. But I promise you all, once we get back to Nyx, the first round of rock gut is on me. It's going to take more than one round. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can pay for the second one. <laughs> you can have my share, Captain. <laughs> and I look embarrassingly like a jailer. Uh, it was a thought that count, right, Miss Jailer? <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, that, was, that was embarrassing, bro. <laughs> I won't hold it against you. I know it was the bugs. <sighs> so this is what it's like, like outside of my compound. Man. Yeah, I'm still feeling itchy. Are you sure you got it all, Doc? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. When I was smelling that flower, was I... Oh, no. Was I smelling the face or the other end of the bug? <laughs> you don't want to know. You, you don't want to know. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick again, Doc. 
Oh, okay. That... Let's get out of here, please. <laughs> cut, cut to us walking away with, with the this, the camera zooming in on on the back of Luz's shirt, which is show, showing little little bits and pieces of motion underneath on it on its own. That is going undetected by the rest of us. Thanks for tuning in to Dawn of the Deliculum on the Pay the Price podcast. Dawn of the Deliculum and the Pay the Price podcast are products and trademarks of Samurai Beat LLC, which is a fan-funded organization made for you and made possible by you at patreon.com slash samurai beat. We seek to entertain and enable adulting gamers like you, and we appreciate your support, your confidence, and your inspiration. Thank you.